about 1.50. It's October 20th, the day before my youngest of my older siblings turns uh, whatever age. She's five years older than me, so whatever that is. She's 48. Yeah, she be 48. So, uh, we have this plan that when she turns 50, we're going to have this concert in her, the town she lives in. Small little concert where I'm going to come out as a Neil Diamond impersonator. I'm going to wear probably the most flamboyant outfit because Neil Diamond is one hell of a performer. And the things he wore on stage were kind of yeah pretty pretty intense so that's what's going on had a stressful day in court don't want to think about it and uh we're on to second chronicles chapter 15 through whatever i could get through and i'm going to pick you guys up exciting things happening this weekend we're going to be going camping with the king's cub scout troop locally for a couple days that's going to be uh, exhausting. It's going to be really exhausting. And it's going to be really difficult. Because we're camping with other people. Other kids. Some of these kids, I just... The way they act... I don't know. I just... It baffles me. You know, I, you guys pretty well behave. These, a lot of these kids are too, but still, it just... Some of these kids it's just like, shut your mouths. This is your parents, or I'm gonna knock you out. But I think that's God's gotta work on me in that. So what else? Yeah, so we'll be going camping. Your wonderful grandparents will be picking each of you up to take you to your soccer games, those that have soccer games. Those 50% of you. And then, uh, yeah, well, uh, I think, I don't know if we're coming back Sunday or not. I think we have to come back late Saturday because we have to pick someone up Sunday. Someone that doesn't have a car. They live in like the deep part of Oakland. We gotta pick them up and take them to church. So I don't know how that's gonna work. Don't know. Oh. It's been a stressful time in my life, kids. Very stressful. And I wish I could explain why. I'd really rather not. But, you know, uh, this season I'm in, it's like winter in uh, Game of Thrones. It's, just, it's a long winter. I feel like I've been in. Think about David living in the cave of Adullam, seeing his former fellow countryman and his king trying to kill him for no reason except that he's righteous and he's God's anointed now I am neither of those <laughs> I am neither righteous nor God's anointed except for the fact that I've put my faith in him is that a pimple? so, so anyways I would never want to elevate myself at all anywhere cute the other day the spy our youngest put on like my hat from my 
from the other podcast I had. He put on my hat. He put on my substitution badge with uh, the lanyard and my one of my tweed blazers. And he kept saying, "I'm," you know, he used my full name, which I'm not going to use here. But so I'm so I'm this I'm this I'm I'm Mr. So and So. Like saying he's me. I was saying, what in the heck? looking and he's like wearing everything anyway it's really cute it's really cute so i got a text message from our soccer coach from uh the spy soccer coach i'm it's it's a case where like so the spy he, he has a good friend and his dad is coaching soccer because there were other coaches and that's amazing it's just amazing for someone to do that he just stepped up but I'm the one that actually knows the game. So, so he's, he's, uh, I was just telling him, hey, I'm just gonna have you guys scrimmage today. Because as insane as today is, I have a board meeting I have to be a part of for the exact same time we're practicing soccer. And I don't know how I'm gonna do that. I'm just putting my AirPods and hope nobody gets annoyed with me. I'm doing two things at once. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me about my podcast lately. How I'm interpreting the Bible. Just so you guys know, I am not interpreting. Like I'm reading through it and I'm giving you my take, but I'm not a theologian. So, don't take my word for it. Read it. Read it as well. It's been hot lately. And like even for our town's standards like in the 80s, which I'm just not a fan of. Right now I'm heading to a place called Grocery Outlet. It's one of, one of my favorite grocery stores. Everything is like extremely cheap. And it's a little eclectic, but I love the place. Got some great deals on bread flour the other day. Insane amounts. It's like an insane uh, deal. I'm sure I'll, I'll have recorded 400 episodes just of the Bible alone. I'm sure that's what that's going to be the case. Which is fine. I'm already looking into the next thing. Like, what am I going to read next for you kids? I think I know. I think I have an idea of what I'm going to do. I think. And I'm going back and forth, but I think it's going to be Pilgrim's Progress. I think that's what it's going to be. I promise I forget that. I just bought it. Your mom's been reading 
it's basically an allegorical story about a man's journey through faith. Either that, or I'll read uh, the Screw Tape Letters. That's I think that's my favorite C.S. Lewis book. It's about this demon. His name is Screw Tape, who keeps he's like writing letters to his nephew, who's also a demon, who um, who's trying to stop a guy from becoming a born again Christian. It's a fascinating fascinating look at the other side I don't know what the other side's like and neither and I don't want to care I don't care to either you get bogged down trying to learn about demonic or the angelic and I think it's gonna affect your faith our faith is in God the Bible is clear there are demons there are angels and I think we just leave it at that but the moment you steer off course in your search for God to anything but that it's going to cause some huge problems in your faith. I was listening to one guy, one apologist, and he, he, he would go to these conferences with other apologists, and some apologists were like, oh, what's your specialty? And the guy was like, um, what do you mean? He's like, well, my specialty is the demonic. And he says, oh, well, my specialty is the Bible. <laughs> uh, he's like, well, you can't specialize that. He's like, watch me. <laughs> it's an interesting take. The, and I don't know how I got the, but I'm, like, we got here, so we'll, we'll go this way. The paranormal is, it's real, but it's also a stumbling block. The things that have happened to me in my life could fill up a trilogy of horror films. Just, like, growing up alone. Like, just, just not, I didn't grow up alone, but just, just talking about like the things that happen in my house but if you get bogged down in that you stop believing in God you start believing in paranormal BS it's there but ignore it and cast your eyes on God that's good theology I'm not saying that I've practiced good theology but I know what good theology is I'm going to pause it for a second I'm going to the store and I'll be right back Okay, made it back home. Now we're gonna head to the where the kids' school is, and I'm going to read from there. Then we'll pick up my wonderfuls and head home. Second Chronicles. Um, I'm using the Bible. I think it's ESV version. It's my Bible that has all the creeds and confessions at the end. Love this Bible. And I'm going to go through that. I'm driving at the moment. I'm just trying to find the page. childhood friends' moms, who I've kept in contact for the last 35 years, 
a wonderful, wonderful woman. Just lost her mom recently. And her mom lived to be 90. Her mom was just a ray of sunshine. It's baffling when people die. Especially people that are just nothing but blessings. God calls us all, all home after a while. It's going to happen. It'll happen to me. It'll happen to your mom. You guys. It's our human bodies were not built to live forever. Not in this lifetime. In the next one, absolutely. Not this one. Not our first one. And there's a spot under a tree. Perfect. Some shade. It's kind of hot today. Get the heat. Chapter 15. <clears throat> the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, I think it's, I'm going to say Asa, Asa and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. But when in their distress they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, he was found by them. In those times there was no peace to him uh, who went out or to him who came in. For great disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the lands. They are broken in pieces. Nation was crushed by nation and city by city. For God troubled them with every sort of distress. But you, take courage. Do not let your hands be weak, or your work shall for your work shall be rewarded. As soon as Asa heard these words, the prophecy of Azariah, the son of Oded, he took courage and put away the detestable idols from all the land of Judah and Benjamin, from the cities that he had taken in the hill country of Ephraim. And he repaired the altar of the Lord was, that was in front of the vestibule of the house of the Lord. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those from Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon who were residing with them. For great numbers had deserted to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. They were gathered at Jerusalem in the third month after the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa. They sacrificed to the Lord on that day from the spoil that they had brought, seven hundred oxen and seven thousand sheep. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all their heart and with all their soul, but that whoever would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, should be put to death, whether young or old, man or woman, they swore an oath to the Lord with a loud voice and was shouting with trumpets and with horns. And all Judah rejoiced over the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and had sought him with their whole desire, and he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. Even Makah, his mother, King Asa removed from being queen mother because she had made a detestable image for Asherah. Asa cut down her image, crushed it, and burned it at the brook of Kidron. But the high places were not taken out of Israel. Uh-oh, that's not good. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was wholly true all his days, and he brought into the house of God the sacred gifts of his father and his own sacred gifts, silver and gold and vessels. And there were no more, war and there was no more war until the thirty-fifth year of the reign of Asa. Put the, turn this on for a second. The air conditioning is really—it's like really hot. 
chapter 16. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might permit no one to go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took silver and gold from the treasures of the house of the Lord in the king's house and sent them to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, who lived in Damascus, saying, There is a covenant between me and you, as there was between my father and your father. Behold, I am sending to you silver and gold. Go break your covenant with Baasha, king of Israel, that he may withdraw from me. And Ben-Hadad listened to King Asa and sent the commanders of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they conquered Ejon, Dan, Abel-Maim, and all the store cities of Naphtali. And when Baasha heard of it, he stopped building Ramah and let his work cease. I guess Ramah is a type of, um, what's it called, like a, like a siege tower or something. He stopped building Ramah and let his work cease. And King Asa took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and its timber with which Baasha had been building. And with them he built Geba and Mizpah. At that time, Hanani, the seer, came to King, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, Because you relied on the king of Syria and did not rely on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Syria has escaped you. Were not the Ethiopians and the Libyans a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied on the Lord, he gave them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. You have done foolishly in this, for from now on you will have wars. Then also was angry with the seer and put him in the stocks in prison, for he was in a rage with him because of this, and also inflicted cruelties upon him, upon uh, some of the people at the same time. The acts of Asa from the first to last are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of his reign, Asa was diseased in his feet, and his disease became severe. Yet even in his disease he did not seek the Lord, but sought help from physicians. And Asa slept with his fathers, dying in the forty-first year of his reign. They buried him in the tomb that he had cut for himself in the city of David. They laid him on a bier that had been filled with various kinds of spices prepared by the perfumer's art, and they made a very great fire in his armor. Yeah. Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in this place and strengthened himself against Israel. He placed forces in all the fortified cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah in the cities of Ephraim, Ephraim that also his father had captured. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the earlier ways of his father David. He did not seek the bowels, but he sought God. He sought the God of his father and walked in his commandments, and not according to the practices of Israel. Therefore the Lord established the kingdom in his hand. And all Judah brought tribute to Jehoshaphat, and he had great riches and honor. His heart was courageous in the ways of the Lord, and furthermore he took the high places and the ashram out of Judah. In the third year of his reign, he sent his officials, Ben-Hael, Obadiah, Zechariah, Nathanael, Micaiah, to teach the cities of Judah, and with them the Levites, excuse me, the Levites, Shemaiah, Nathanael, Zebediah, Asahel, Shemramoth, Jehonathan, Adonijah, Tobijah, Tobadonijah, and with these Levites, the priests, Elishama, Jehoram, and they taught in Judah, having the book of the law of the Lord with them. They went about through all the cities of Judah and taught among the people. And the fear of the Lord fell upon all the kingdoms of the lands that were around Judah. 
and they made no war against Jehoshaphat. So the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and silver uh, for a tribute. And the Arabians also brought him 7,700 rams and 7,700 goats. And Jehoshaphat grew steadily greater. He built in Judah fortresses and store cities. And he had large supplies in the cities of Judah. He had soldiers, mighty men of valor in Jerusalem. This was the muster of them by his father's houses. Of Judah, the commanders of the thousands. Adnah, the commander with 300,000 mighty men of valor. And next to him, Jehohanan, the commander with 280,000. And next to him, Amasiah, the son of Zikri, a volunteer for the service of the Lord with 200,000 mighty men of valor. Of Benjamin, Eliada, a mighty man of valor with 200,000 men armed with bow and shield. And next to him, Jehozabad with 180,000 armed for war. These were in the service of the king, besides those whom the king had placed in the fortified cities throughout all Judah. I think we're going to stop there. Second Chronicles. Uh, let's see, what is that? Yeah. I think it's 15, 16, 17. So we're going to... Um, Stop there. It's only 20 minutes in, but I I'm, I want to take a nap. I don't know. I'm just discombobulated today, guys. It's going to be a short one. I love you very much. Hope to see you soon. Uh, and everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king. God bless. The Bible says he's a king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he is the Lord of lords. Now that's my king. David said the heavens declare the glory of God. And the fundament showeth his handiwork. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his soulless supply. No barriers can hinder him from pouring out his blessing. Well, well, he's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. And he's impartially merciful. That's my king. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's a centerpiece of civilization. He stands alone in himself. He's august. He's unique. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He's supreme. He's preeminent. Well, he's the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the supreme problem in high criticism. He's a fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the cardinal necessity of spiritual religion. And that's my king. He's the miracle of the age. He's the superlative of everything good that you choose to call him. He's the only one able to supply all of our needs simultaneously. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He star God and he dies. He heals the sick. He cleanses the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. 
He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. Do you know him? Well, my king is a key of knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. He's a master of the mighty. He's a captain of the conquerors. He's the head of the heroes. He's the leader of the legislators. He's the overseer of the overcomers. He's the governor of governors. He's the prince of princes. He's the king of kings. And he's the lord of lords. That's my king. Yeah. My king, his office is manifold. His promise is sure. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. I wish I could describe him to you, but he, he's indescribable. He's indescribable. Yes. Yeah. He, he's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. I'm trying to tell you, the heavens of heaven cannot contain him, let alone a man explaining him. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't get him off of your hands. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. The witnesses couldn't get their testimonies to agree. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. That's my king. Yeah! He always has been, and he always will be. I'm talking about he had no predecessor, and he'll have no successor. There was nobody before him, and there'll be nobody after him. You can't even teach him, and he's not going to resign. That's my point. is the kingdom and the power and the glory the glory is all his thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and when you get through with all of the forever then amen